nerf, 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 nerf. You ready for nerfs? You like nerfs? Nerf, nerf, nerf. Yeah, I like nerf. Let's get ready for the, the nerf battle about the fun guns. Yeah. So who gets who gets nerfed the most essentially uh, this week? <laughs> so the leaks are. <laughs> The leaks are pretty much already out. We know uh, we, we have a good sense of all the updates coming out with Arcs of Omens. Uh, it's pretty much the big yearly update for 40K, um, you know, aside from apparently 10th edition, which is coming next next summer, supposedly. But we won't we won't get too deep into that. Um, we, we already know a bit of what's coming in this. And just to get right to the Thousand Suns part, it's going to hurt. Um, so. Thousand Sons for probably the past six months have been enjoying um, some company from their Zinch demon allies, especially very underpriced, overpowered Zinch flamers. Uh, I don't think it should be a surprise to anybody that uh, the Zinch flamers got the um, got the update that they're getting, where the flamers are now instead of, or their weapons are no longer automatically hitting. Uh, they actually have to use their ballistic skill. Um, but pretty much I believe everything else stays about the same with them. Um, and that pretty much kind of solves the, the issue you had where they were really cheap. You could fly them out and they could shoot tons of shots at you. And then, you know, you couldn't really charge them. You just had to shoot them and, by the way, in shooting, they have very, very good saves. So that was dealt with. Um, and then just kind of layering on a few of the other big ones. I mean, the, they've FAQ'd away the ability for Thousand Sons to use the Cabal rituals to double cast demon psychic powers. Um, not surprised by that one. Um, I mean, I kind of kind of hurts. Uh, to, to be fair, I think that uh, it was probably never intended to work the way it did. Yeah, I, I mean, you can definitely make the argument, oh, well, it didn't say Thousand Sun Psyker in the book. But I think I think at the end of the day, when you're reading it, like the, the intent with the fact that Kabbalistic rituals were intended for you could only have, you know, a mono faction army to even use them, you mm -hmm. know, not everything else being pretty heavily restricted. It, it seems... <laughs> Like that was probably a stretch and a loophole there that we probably shouldn't have had. So yeah. um, I, I do think it's kind of funny that maybe had the community not gotten so big on that interaction, maybe it wouldn't have gotten nerfed and we would still have it. Uh, but I think it's one of those things where everybody kind of loses their mind and gets really excited. Like, look what we can do. This is awesome. And then you then you find out you can't have nice things. So um, yep. On top of that, the the worst news is uh, that the secondaries in the matched play missions, which I guess if you don't play matched play missions, you're you're kind of shrugging that off. But you know, for the general populace who who just kind of uses that as their normal game mode to just you know pick up a game and play it, and everybody kind of understands what's going on there. Um, it's going to hurt again uh, because the secondaries have all gotten adjusted quite a bit. So we know that uh, psychic interrogation now is going to require line of sight. And that was one of our go-to secondaries. Uh, we know that Wrath of Magnus is gone. Um, that one is maybe not... Um, 
maybe not the best one that we had, but it kind of funnels down our options a bit. Um, so I believe we have uh, burn empires, which stays the same. Uh, mutate landscape, which the warp charge goes up one, uh, which kind of is interesting. We'll have to get into that a little bit. And then I think it's sorcerer's prowess remains as well. Mm. And so across the board, I think it sounds like, you know, we're probably looking at maybe using prowess warp ritual and then hoping for a, a third one in there. That's, that's pretty good, but there's a, there's a bunch to just kind of dig into. And then there's even more updates where they, where they got to point changes and things. We'll get to that because every, everybody kind of got their, fair share of point changes yeah armor uh, of know, contempt is gone and armor of contempt yeah well geez i mean we've had so that, many nerfs here that are getting thrown at us it's just you forget about the, that one too that's the one that i think is gonna mm-hmm. just really change the landscape of things because that affects pretty much the entire imperial line and all the chaos space marine variants so you've been playing, you've actually been off with the craft worlds over the past year here. And yeah, you know, from, so I, I'm going to consider your viewpoint on this an outsider looking in. I don't know that you, I think you played your thousand sons a little bit at the very beginning. I, been, I yeah, I did a br- very brief and sort of frenzied for and a thousand sons and decided that I just wasn't, it wasn't for me. And went back yep. to basics with my craft holds. But you've been following it. You know what's going on, yeah. right? So yeah. as an outside, I'm going to say as an outsider looking in here, and that's not belittling in any way. Uh, what I mean is you can give a perspective here on playing against Armor of Contempt. And what they're, I think, trying to do, obviously what Armor of Contempt was trying to do was solve the problem that they had essentially given so much good cheap AP to all these different armies. And at the end of the day, the only way for that, it it basically made the swath of Marines and power armor non-competitive. So what they did was just blanket bump their, essentially bump down the AP of everything against them by one. And you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it did solve the problem. I think it had a little bit too many uh, downsides to it. Yeah, it had several unintended consequences, I think. Uh, the big one is that any army that had AP minus one is their core mechanic. Yeah. Uh, so Necron, uh, Goss weapons are all AP minus one. All yep. Shuriken weapons for Eldar, AP minus one. Uh, I think Mechanicum also has a fair smattering of AP minus one. Yep. Uh, just Armor of Contempt was a sort of a stealth nerf for those armies. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately what we saw was that people would just double down on AP minus three or better. Mm-hmm. Whatever their army had, that's what they're going to take for AP minus three. Uh, which I, honestly, I feel like had the unintended consequence of just because everything was AP minus three or better, unless you had armor of contempt and a three up save and were in cover, you're just going to get deleted. Mm-hmm. So it 
very much affected how people were playing. Uh, so, I not a fun time is what not, I'm not hearing. not a great time. Uh, yeah. All things considered, so they're essentially so they're getting rid of armor of contempt, and it's it kind of feels like what they're doing is we know that the next six months here it feels like we're in the shadow of 10th edition here, which is about to drop this summer. Um, there's no confirmed info on that, but I mean, if you, if you spend a little bit of time on any of the Warhammer sites and, you know, any of the communities that are out there, it's pretty much like common knowledge at this point amongst people that 10th edition is about to drop. We don't know what really is coming in that edition. It could be a lot. Um, we're probably going to start hearing some rumors of that here through the first half of the year. But what they've done is they've essentially just gotten rid of AOC and they've replaced it or they've tried to offset removing that. Because look, at the end of the day, if you just get rid of something trying to fix a problem, well, the problem's just coming back, right? Like you you have to solve the underlying problem of the fact that you have got AP everywhere. And I don't think that the flip side of fixing all those weapons is going to handle that. So what they do is they make it cheap enough, right? They drop the points on all the units. Um, and we got some really interesting things going on. I mean, Space Marines, Chaos Space Marines, they definitely got the best out of this. Um, and to be fair to them, like Chaos Space Marines doesn't have you know, all is dust and they don't have a lot of the invulns and things like that, that, that thousand sons and death guard, the, the, the utility that those armies have um, to really kind of back that up a bit. Um, but do you think that the essentially things like making war gear free on legionnaires and war gear free on space Marines, do you think that kind of move is going to be enough to offset losing armor of contempt um no honestly i think it will exacerbate the issue uh so what's going to happen is now every all the marines get their all imperial armies and chaos base marines get all of their toys for free uh so they're going to become more lethal while the all of the Xenos armies that they need armor contempt against are also becoming more lethal, and so we're just going to see hordes of souped-up infantry just tearing the bejesus out of each other. Well, if everything gets real lethal like that, is basically is melee dead? Uh, I don't know about dead, um, but but so the thing is, the tables that we're playing on recently are much more terrain heavy than they used to be. Yeah. So I don't think Malay is dead, but if you get caught out in the open with where things are going, you're in for a bad time. So alpha strikes essentially making a little bit of a comeback maybe. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to see um, because like, well, <laughs> until they change the space spring codex, Stern Guard, I believe, are getting uh, I could take an entire squad of like plasma guns for free. Just as a one example. Yeah. Um, 
and then we have guard, right? We have the new guard codex and, you know, the, the words on that is, you know, the plasma, the plasma Russes or the plasma Lehman Russes mm-hmm. um, are going to be kind of a problem. And they're, they're putting out a ridiculous amount of shots that are just I mean, very, very high strength, high AP and high damage, very consistent damage too. That's always been the, the real kind of pain playing into those things. Yeah. Um, but and, I mean, They've effectively turned Marines into a horde army with this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. How many, uh, just kind of how many thunder hammers on your intercessors can you take, right? Like, <laughs> I'll show you melee isn't dead. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, let's see. The other thing is that they nerfed the bejesus out of all of the formerly oppressive armies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Harlequins went yeah. from a four up in Voln to a five up in Voln. They just completely nerfed the bejesus out of Tyranids. Um, they've uh, very much. We talked about yeah. Yeah, Zinch demons, Zinch flamers. Zinch flamers, yeah, it should be fair. Uh, they they just completely neutered them as a unit. They didn't increase their points, which I find surprising. Yeah, but the fact that they actually have to roll to hit means that you can just charge them. Yep. Uh, let's see. I... Well, it's interesting yeah. on the Harlequins because you play Harlequins. Does does moving a four up to to a five up really? Does that actually? I, I mean, the 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 term being thrown around is that the army's dead. But in my um, experience of playing against Harlequins, it's typically like they get into. They're basically in their transports. They hop out. They get into you and kill you before you really have a chance to even hit them. Yeah. So so the, Har- the same on the the infantry, the troops themselves never mattered. Uh, but the fact that the invuln on the transports the is vehicles. also going up. Yeah, two or five up means that they are just less likely to be able to weather a turn of shooting if they don't go mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Uh, means that you're they'll be much swingier than they were previously. Because like when I was playing Harlequins, full, like as like my full time, this was my army. I could take a Imperial Guard or Towel like Alpha Strike turn one and. I could feel pretty certain I'd wind up losing about half of my vehicles, but everything, anything that they didn't kill is just going to bounce across the table and kill everything. Um, with this, you're going to lose uh, 33% more on averages. Uh, so it just yeah. kind of hurts. Well, I mean, Tyranids took the took a hit too. Um, was it uh, the the Zonthropes? <laughs> yeah, went up twenty points a model. Yeah, H- have you seen a bigger update than that? I mean, that's um, that's I a actually, lot for model did, on something as small as as Zonthropes. I, I did find one that was I found really funny. Um, the Mirror Architect uh, pivotal role on the Shadow Seer for Harlequins doubled in price from 30 to 60. Hmm. Uh, granted, that's 
like one per army upgrade, whatever. But the uh, it's a pretty hefty in- increase, especially yeah. when tied into a nerf. But yeah, they uh, I don't know, continue to increase the cro- the cost of Eldar Sigurds across the table. Yep, it's just sucks. <laughs> sucks to be an Eldar. Ah, but they're good, so maybe they need it. So obviously, the big, the big kind of issue armies have been kind of hammered down, yeah. uh, you know. And then the armies that had AOC have been, you know, they're they're still kind of fishing here. It, it feels like what they're doing is they're fishing for the answer here. Um, where armor of contempt, you know, obviously the fact that they're giving up on it says that that wasn't the that wasn't the right solution. Yeah, um, I think that they should decrease the AP on everything by one across the board. So they could do that, but they can't do that just in a chapter approved, right? That's that's more of a okay, we're gonna we're gonna rebalance the game here. A new edition comes out. I mean, that's the kind of thing I would expect tenth edition if they yeah. did that and they reset stuff you'd get a whole, you know, 10th edition primer book of some kind. And it'd be like, here's your updated weapon points and everything, almost like the indexes in eighth edition. And again, I've heard rumors that that's, that's what's coming. Um, but I'd be kind of, I, I doubt though they're going to do an index. Um, yeah. Unless they are completely reconfiguring the game again, like they did from seventh to eighth. That'd be very strange. Yep. Uh, there are two actually other universal match play rules that we haven't touched on yet, though, uh, that they made some adjustments to. Um, they changed aircraft. Uh, now aircraft must start the game in strategic reserve, mm-hmm. um, which is a change. It doesn't affect Thousand Suns much. I mean, We're not to my knowledge, no one's really taking <laughs> any aircraft, so who cares? Yep. And then um, Guard no longer gets a uh, a pass on the indirect fire weapons nerf. Yeah, although I, I suspect that that's not going to matter all that much. Um, their new yeah. codex is going to be built around that with that taken into account. Presumably. So. I, I, fi- I always figured that that was uh, like a, a, a patch fix yeah. for their codex, given the age. Yeah. But it's still interesting, though. Potentially getting extra bonuses to armor saves. Yep. Yeah. They, um, they, you know, another funny thing going back to Tyranids, uh, apparently spore mines cost reinforcement points. Oh yeah. 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 That was the thing. Which is, uh, which it's kind of funny. Although, you know, if you ever watch a game with Tyranids here lately from Nephilim and watch the number of spore mines just getting thrown everywhere, you kind of go, okay, I get why they did that. Yeah. Especially so, spore mines did immortal wounds, right? Yeah, 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 and they get in the way and move block and everything. It's uh, yeah, quite annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the I think one of the only other really big thing uh, was um, creation of bile uh, or creations of bile. Uh, they had a, an ability where they can like fight on death, and that's now actually on a four plus. So yeah, uh, that probably takes the edge off of that quite a bit so yeah probably so 
But yeah, I mean, circling back to Thousand Suns, if I were to put a summary on this, what I feel like has happened that is really unfortunate is that I think Thousand Suns have kind of paid the price for partying too much with the uh, the, the Flamers um, in the metagame. Uh, so we had a good run. We had a couple chances to win some events with it uh, and had a really good showing. Probably will still have a pretty good showing, I would expect, at LVO. Uh, but my prediction is I don't think it's going to be enough to win LVO. I, I just don't think it's got the, the, the number of tools to, to win against some of the other options that are going to be there. Um, they are not at LVO running the um, these missions, like the new updates and everything. Uh, but uh, I, I ultimately, I think that's what's going to happen there. Uh, but for the rest of us kind of waiting and and ready to get on the train for the arcs of omens games i i think thousand suns are essentially going to pay the price for for having used the flamers and they're going to suffer the nerf there they're going to suffer the nerf with aoc they're not gaining any benefits with the with the free weapons now the i'm going to get to the vehicles here in a second but they essentially are not really on their core units the the build of the army that you always see which is lots of you know, Terminators and rubrics and then whatever else you took for your headquarter uh, choices. Yeah. Your your major thing you're losing is scoring on top of all of that. So you have your, um, you, you basically have your secondaries getting nerfed. You have even the book secondaries, the main uh, match or the, the, the shared secondaries essentially for everybody. Those have taken a nerf. Um, you know, you're essentially getting your scoring in secondaries, which has always been the Thousand Suns strong point, getting getting its legs kicked out from it a bit. Um, not killed, just the wind's out of the sails on it. And then primaries have always been the kind of thing that we kind of struggle with. It's kind of like the opposite of Death Guard, where, mm -hmm. you know, you can you can basically load up on a bunch of rubrics, put them out there, and basically just try to, try to hold those objectives. Um, but... I mean, if anybody knows, you charge rubric marines and get into combat with them, uh, and you have anything over a one damage weapon, and you're just, I mean, rubric marines are, they're just regular marines at that point. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think we're going to see the win percentage, which was higher than it should have been, come down a lot more than they probably are expecting it to. And I don't think that the points adjustments that they've made to the vehicles are going to be enough to offset that because I don't think anybody is really going to budge out of the builds for, you know, Terminators and rubrics and everything. And it's because they, that's how you play the missions. Like every army in, in the matched play books right now, when you, when you look at those armies, unless you're playing something like, uh, knights or you know some very special armies where it's like you know even necrons to a degree have have some vehicles but almost every army is really built around elite troops now especially you know the power armor armies it's it's lots of troops and lots of elite troops and there there just isn't an incentive in the rules and the scoring and everything to to get out of that box uh even if you have really cheap 
tanks or really cheap weapons on your tanks. There just hasn't been that much to get out of it. Now, Marines are maybe an exception because their vehicles tend to be more of a jack of all trades type thing. Um, like, yeah. and I mean like space Marines, not chaos, but, you know, chaos Marines might see some of it because they actually got their weapons upgraded, but stuff like thousand sons, you made them free. Yeah. You, you gave us bigger discounts on the weapons, but we're still struggling behind bad profiles on the weapons. So you can make, you, you know, you can make it a, a, a free pile of crap essentially. And you know, that it's still a pile of crap. So I don't, I don't see those things getting, getting a lot of play. I mean, maybe some hell brutes and stuff, but yeah, no, I mean, no I'm, more than we see right now. Of the, the things they have adjusted. So effectively they left the stuff that every thousand sons player takes all of the HQs and our troops choices and scarab occults got left alone. And then all of which I appreciate. I, I appreciate that the, the scarab occult got left alone. I mean, I, yeah. we heard that they were going to get nerfed and, you know, pleasantly surprised that when it came through, yeah. they, they didn't get touched. And you know what? I, I think it's fair. I mean, they're, you're paying a lot already for them. So, I mean, yeah. I think the Hellbrute will see play at yeah. 105 points as long as you don't take the last game. Regardless of army. Uh, spawn, I think they went down in cost to 21 points now. Um, yes, they did. With a nice stealth little nerf, or you uh, just, in, sorry, it's, I'm. It's a, it's a buff. <laughs> it's a buff. That's what a buff is. Okay. That's what it's called. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's, honestly, that's unexpected. People like spawn. Um, though I guess they weren't using them in the way the Games Workshop may like. <laughs> you usually just took them to either camp an objective as a one uh, spawn unit or uh, some sort of counter charge thing. And then the Mutilith Vortex piece with 130 points is actually, I'd consider taking one. Yeah. Just one, though. Not... <laughs> yeah, the Mutilith, I've, I've played uh, I've played it recently. Um, was it against you, actually? Yeah, it was against me. Yeah. It, it, I think it only worked in that game, though, because Kairos was running as the blocker out in front. And yeah, you you would need to have something else to yep. pull uh, aggro off of a, the uh, mm-hmm. enemy army. But and then the uh, tragedy of this new uh, points thing, Magnus was untouched. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I I don't know how they could look at what people are taking and not have adjusted him. You can make Magnus work. I mean, at his points, you can make him work, but he doesn't deserve to be the points that he costs. I mean, it, it just losing, I mean, you, you essentially lose 25% of your army if you make a mistake or, you know, just you have him in your list and, you know, y- you, you're playing a mission where you can't use reserves or, or whatever like that. That definitely gets to be a problem. Um, and you can, again, I think you can still play around those problems and those challenges, but as the leader of your army and the Primarch of the Legion, 
it shouldn't be the case. I mean, he, there is a drastic difference between him and Mortarian on the table right now, just in terms of usefulness. I mean, Mortarian actually serves a purpose with them and does something, even if it's just, I take all the shots while the rest of the army gets to operate. Um, and very clearly what we were just talking about is the, the thousand suns suffer from the same thing where you do, you have an elite army, you need something to kind of take that pressure off um, and defend a bit. Um, but, you know, I, I guess he's not coming down in points anytime soon. Yeah. Well, the problem I ran into the few, when I was, I was running Magnus earlier this year, I guess earlier last year, <laughs> uh, is even if he survives turn one, and that's an if against some armies, uh, getting his like points back in the traditional manner is very difficult because you're entirely at the whims of the dice in regards to how many mortal wounds he'll dish out. Because you can have great games where he does like 50 some odd mortal wounds over the course of the game and he just melts half the army. Or you can fail every psychic power and he's just left with his crappy Primark stick. Uh, so I, I think that in his current form, he could probably serve to be about 20 to 30 points cheaper at the very least. I mean, he's suffering. He's definitely suffering a bit from early codex syndrome. Yeah. And he, he was designed for a very different game. And it's kind of frustrating, actually, for him not to have any kind of interaction with the cults at all. It should be just like he has the cult keyword. Yeah. Uh, maybe he doesn't get to cast those spells, but maybe just give him the keyword so that he can be targeted by him. Um, you know, I don't I don't know. It's it's. Uh, it's kind of a hard thing because on the flip side, I can see it where you can easily get a model that is way too good for its points or way too good for its role. And even nerfing the points on it gets to be a challenge. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I have an answer there, but I do know that there aren't a lot of answers in the codex um, for builds that revolve around things other than say terminators and, and rubric marines so you know that's yeah. kind of that's kind of how we suffer not having a codex that's you know or a model range i should say a model range that's that's fleshed out a bit more i mean we, we're lacking we're lacking with any kind of infantry fast attack or infantry heavy support um you know those being units where you know they could benefit from things like going through walls or um you know being in cover and and uh, doing actions and things like that. Th those are all things that a lot of our armies just kind of enjoy the the backup plan there where, oh, okay, my Havocs can actually do an action if I need them to, if that's going to get me more points in that situation. But I don't have any units that can do that in Thousand Suns. I mean, we're Marines, but yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that horse is so dead. I mean we can't can't, can't make it any better. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's um, I don't know. I I don't feel like I'm at a loss of words. I just kind of feel like it's it's kind of like you 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 expect to be disappointed and you then you are disappointed, 
but then you're disappointed that you're disappointed. Kind of like, it's just such a shame that it's kind of what we expected to have happen. Yeah. I mean, we're, <sighs> I, would just, I just wish I had more like energy to really just be like excited about it. But I just don't, I look at thousand suns right now for at least the next six months. I'm not excited. I'm just, I don't know how to be excited about it and, and, and how to play them at the moment. I mean, maybe arcs of Omen will have something for thousand suns. Maybe it won't. Uh, oh, you mean we'll tenth find... edition or no? No, I'm saying the, the arc show of Omen like event book that they're coming out with the next couple months. Well, they've been very clear that the the those books are not bringing uh, Matt army rules with them. They will not be releasing army rules there. Now they could. I mean, theoretically, they could release new models and data sheets and stuff. I could I could see that. Um, hmm. They could, they could do something like that for sure, but yeah. I think that I think the big thing is probably from Arcs of Omen, uh, probably going to be Dark Mechanicus, if anything. Uh, I mean, that's kind of where where my hopes are. Yeah the the new named Demon Prince guy definitely has serious Dark Mechanicus vibes. He's not. Around. Is he a Demon Prince? Oh, I, so he's not, but he looks like a Demon Prince. So I'm going to call him one. Okay. If it looks like a demon prince and it's priced like a demon prince, by golly, it's a demon prince as far as I'm concerned. Fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a heretical war god is a heretical war god. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean I I don't really have a, a, a lot to to go off of here. I mean, generally Obviously, we knew not to expect a ton, right? But uh, I just remember being incre- incredibly disappointed whenever I was reading through these at work. Uh, whenever they released last week, and I was like, "What is this? Like, why? Like, of all of the things you could do." Why did you choose to do this one? Yeah. Like, because my problem ultimately with the what they did here is they changed too much, actually. They should have, I don't know, like adjusted points or gotten rid of armor of contempt. But doing both at the same time, just sort of wildly, means that we are currently in free fall until, well, a lot of games get played. And it feels I, I think, like it, it feels like the end of eighth edition, though, right? If we remember the end of eighth edition when they dropped the new chaos or the new space marine codexes out, everybody was losing their mind yeah. because it was just so bonkers good. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels similar to that where all of a sudden it's, it look, it's not doing the same thing where we're just suddenly dropping everything. Well, maybe it, maybe it is. I mean, maybe just giving 
free stuff out like that is not a good idea. And we're gonna we're gonna learn that lesson pretty harshly here. I mean, maybe uh, I don't. It reminds me a lot of Glad- the Gladius formation in seventh edition, where everyone got a free rhino, and so yeah, Marines would just show up with like fifteen rhinos or drop pods, and you would never mm-hmm. get past turn one. Well, now mm-hmm. everyone gets free weapons, so everything's super cheap. Mm-hmm. Which, on one hand, I I definitely you know what from a from a casual hobbyist standpoint, I bet they are very happy with that because now it's oh well, don't put that dumb weapon on the on the on the dude, right? Like, um, think I mean, look at what they did with Chaos Terminators, where they they converted their uh, their weapon to an accursed weapon, which is great because now you can just use whatever you think looks cool, and they're all accursed weapons. Um, it, yeah. it it's very similar where now you. The, the difference is it's not just an accursed weapon. Now it's like, no, that's an actual thunder hammer and it's free, or that's a, you know, heavy bolter and it's free. Um, and, and how many of these things can I pack into my list is essentially, I think what a lot of like the really diehard um, space Marine or like competitive space Marine players are doing is like, how do I build around packing as much free crap into my list as possible. And they're gonna they're gonna take this and take it to the extreme. And I just I don't have any example sticking out in front of me right now to say, hey, this is what's gonna happen. But I know from experience that eventually something shows up and you go, oh, why didn't I think of that? And uh, oh yeah, that's oh, a lot wow. of points. And that is ridiculous, right? What? Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. Huh, that's dumb. Uh, so I'm comparing the Chaos Space Marine points costs to their um, mm-hmm. equivalents. And uh, there's some discrepancies here. Okay. Like, uh, so an Assault Squad is 18 points a model, 5 to 10. And then, let me see, where are my Chaos guys? I think the they're probably Raptors about the same. Tw- no, Raptors are 21 points a model uh-huh. and have to pay for their special weapons. Yes, they do. And Havocs, so, do, Havocs do as well, if I recall correctly. Or yeah. no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, wait. Havocs had to pay for their weapons as well. Yes. Yeah, Havocs are, un- are 25 points a model and have to pay yep. for weapons. And Devastators are... Probably 23 similar. points a model and don't oh, have wow. to pay for anything but the multi-multi. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm sure there's more of that in there. We should probably just keep our sanity yeah. here. Good yeah. time to be a Marine player. Yep. Yes. I mean, look at aggressors down 10 points a model. Yeah. It's just uh, bonkers. Just bonkers. I mean, my, my list has, my, my Space Marine list has uh, something like 200, like just as is without making any changes. I think it's something like 200 points of free weapon or or free points that I have to add more stuff to my list because of all the point drops that, that came in across the yeah. board. It's just, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yep. So... Um... 
odd. It's an odd choice. Yeah. So I guess the counter the counter to that is what what do we expect to actually happen as a result? I mean, like let's say you're not playing, let's say you're not playing Marines. I think a lot of people are just gonna jump in and start playing Marines again. I think that's I, I kind think of the Marines are gonna see a resurgence. Yep. Uh, I think sisters are probably gonna be on the way out. Uh they got nerfed uh by the armor of contempt change it looks like several of their vehicles went up in points <clears throat> and then I, I there's been some rumblings of people switching to mechanica mechanicus mm-hmm. so this new change has been pretty good for them uh i mean the guard codex isn't out yet but i, I can only assume it will be the next big thing Supposedly, the secondaries for them are really, really good. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if, I guess, chaos base. Right? So none of the chaos armies really benefited from any of these things. They all sort of got hit on the nose by this. Though I think several of the Death Guard units, mostly their characters, went down in cost. So yeah, they might do well going into the Arcs of Omen detachments. Uh, Thousand Suns, obviously, we we don't like what happened to Thousand Suns. But you'd think, you would think though, like if you if you look at this in a vacuum, you would think that maybe maybe they'll do okay because, okay, you're taking Arcs of Omen away, but Thousand Suns already have a lot of AP to begin with. Yeah. So, so wouldn't I mean, that just make them more lethal? Yeah, it will. Um, however, it'll also they're more fragile without armor contempt, uh, and our none of our stuff went down in cost. Uh, so, so is we'll it have, all just relative at that point? Yeah, so we'll have fewer bodies. That is slightly more durable against small arms fire, but will be extra susceptible to all of the special weapons that the loyalists can now bring. Uh, is my read on it. So do we think do we think that on the Xeno side of things that like Dark Eldar or Jukari probably make um, so I, I I mentioned this in Discord a while a uh, few uh, last week I think after this came out. Uh, I think Assyriani, like craft worlds will actually see a resurgence mm-hmm. um, with the nerf to Harlequins. Craft worlds now have the same inborn save almost across the board, uh, and have a much wider selection of units that can now just do the same thing at a cheaper price point. Uh, so I don't see why they people wouldn't just transition naturally back to them. I would, yeah, uh, Jakari, I would imagine most of the people who have Harlequins probably have craft worlds as well. Yeah, right? Jakari is a harder read. Uh, there, there will always be a like dedicated hardcore Jakari fan base that like that's what they play. It's, they are uh, evil, terrible people. But uh, there will ha- really, I think, it will depend on how they slot into the new Arcs of Omen detachment. If they can bring their raiding army, like where they can take cherry pick the three different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, homunculi, Kabbalat warriors, which is style units, in a single detachment, that'll 
be huge for them. And the they and GW even said in their in their community updates that there is something in the book there for them. I haven't yeah. I haven't paid too close of an attention to that, but I I, I think of it more like the um, the fast mobility and the fact that stuff is pretty pretty le- or pretty less durable. What Jukari has going for them is they are pretty good at laying low elite and basically any infantry you know all the poison weapons yeah. they have they mm-hmm. they generally can just flood you with uh with wounds yeah so i think that the they'll continue to be relevant i don't think they're gonna be as overpowering as they were earlier in the edition um but i don't think that they're out <laughs> leagues of votin are well, everything I've heard is that they are just kind of horrible to play against. Um, though I think they went up in cost across the board here again. So we'll see if it was enough this time. Uh, Necrons, I think, were actually, of the Xenos armies, are probably the best served by the loss of armor of contempt. Um, mostly and they didn't they... seem to get nerfed anywhere near as much like their secondaries didn't get... No, hit they, or their ability to score them didn't get hit yeah, anywhere near I, as bad as I think people were expecting. I think several of their units actually went down in cost, and they well, they never had to pay for most of their upgrades anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think that with their incidental AP coming back into play, and the just string of buffs that they've received. Uh, and almost every chapter approved since the, uh, well, they were released, mm-hmm. has uh, put them in a good position to potentially actually be a viable army again. Mm-hmm. Do people still play orcs? I, I can't tell you I the last know. time I've, I've seen an orc player. I mean, you have orcs. What what has what's held you back from looking at playing your orcs? Uh, well, uh, about that. Remember, my entire army is uh, kit bashed. Well, most about half none of my vehicles are valid anymore. They have uh, illegal loadouts. Or just flat out don't have rules anymore, or got legended, or all manner of bad things have happened to my orc collection, much like my Thousand Suns collection. Uh, so I just don't have the uh, the gumption to ride that ride at the moment, especially with Eldar. They got new stuff, and I finally mm-hmm. get around painting it. So yeah, I, but if I mean, you were to say, okay, let's let's say you had the models that were ready. I mean, is there are there ways to build with orcs right now? Like, if you were to think of, I don't know, could, well, could you actually play horde orcs at all? I think you. Well, <laughs> before uh, before this, no, no, not even remotely. Now, probably not. <laughs> uh, well, to think about it. So before the big thing is that. Everyone was packing AP minus two or better. So even if you had armor saves on whatever you're shooting at, orcs weren't going to get one. They just were going to keel over and die. So they were relying on high toughness. 
Well, now everyone got about half the armies in the game are cheaper mm-hmm. than they used to be. And they are now getting tons of extra toys to kill orcs with. <laughs> orcs are pretty much the same as they've always been. Yeah. Uh, and they've explicitly, like, neutered the orc codex. You can no longer take the orc flyer list. You can no longer take the orc buggy list. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only, like, lists you have left if you really want to, like, play a theme, like, a fun themed orc list to be, like, a dread mob, I guess, or green tide. And of those, I don't think either of them would fare very well in the current environment. I mean, granted, put enough orc bodies on the table and some armies will have a hard time chewing through it. But... I mean, if you've got a bunch of just shooty dreadnoughts, that's bad news. Yeah. Well, the other thing I would say is uh, you have Gene Stewart cults is probably kind of a sneaky under the radar army. Um, You know, like a lot of people just kind of forget them. Uh, Yeah. And Gene Stewart cults will get a a stealth upgrade whenever the new guard codex comes out uh, because they'll be be able to benefit from some of the new units that come out. Mm hmm. Uh, but none of the new, like, special weapons platforms, which I thought was kind of odd. Yeah, that was, that was a mention. You mean the Brood Brothers that they get to take? Yeah, they're, they're, the Brood Brothers now has, like, specific limitations as to, you can't take these things, because only right. Cadians can have these things. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of like what they did with the, uh, the Trader Guard from uh, Forge World used to have a trader guard option in there and that's what they would do is you could you couldn't take things like mana cores but you could take basilisks yeah um, and i always found that would have been funny but, um yeah it's going to be interesting i mean we're going to start seeing some games here over the next uh probably the week or so uh, we've already seen some bat reps that are out already um some people are already just kind of playing with the rule the leaked rules that are out but um sounds like you know if, if you're not basically prepping for LVO, uh, you're basically getting ready to start playing these missions or, or looking at how your list is going to change for these. And uh, it seems like it's going to be, a, you know, a chaotic six months, um, you know, and uh, I just kind of the way I'm approaching it, I'm, I'm kind of burned out on Thousand Suns and the fact that the, the, the army build is not changing. So it just feels like a stale army to me. There isn't much I can do to really experiment or, um, you know, build anything that's really unique or different. I mean, it's, it's pretty much all going to be the same, like lots of rubric Marines and, and, you know, terminators just to remain viable or to be able to play the game essentially. Um, yeah. So, so I'm taking a, I'm taking a little hiatus, uh, to one of the other chaos armies for a little bit. Um, but, I feel like it's an opportunity to just kind of pause for, for, you know, six months or so, because once 10th edition drops, who knows? I mean, everything gets reset and we could be back and taking another look at these rules and thinking, you know what? Uh, Yeah. Maybe it's time to throw Magnus back on the table or, you know, maybe the the vehicles get an upgrade of some kind that makes them, you know, usable again. Uh, It would be great to have the profiles that chaos space Marines have with theirs. Um, kind of yeah. unfortunate that they chose just to, just to reduce the uh, the points rather than put those profiles on there. But um, 
I'm sure there were conversations around that and there was probably a, a, a good reason they decided not to do that. And none of us are really privy to it. So it is what it is at this point. I mean, that's, that's what we've got. Yep. So that, uh, whether the, uh, next few months, sure. I don't know. It's not my first rodeo. It goes by <laughs> quick, you know, it, yeah. it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. But hobby, maybe a trial of the new army. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually uh, interested in trying out this new boarding actions thing. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's... upsized skill team. So it's basically like Zone Mortalis, right? From As far as I can tell, that seems to be their intent. Yeah. Um, I have the book coming, uh, both books, really. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll be able to give it a good read come Saturday, but I'm cautiously optimistic that it could be a lot of fun. And then we have World Eaters coming up. Yeah. The, Angron uh, joins the fray. A long time coming for them. Yep. Well deserved. And then hopefully uh, hopefully next edition we'll see Emperor's Children get their get their codex and Fulgrim return. So. Yeah. I mean that would round out the, uh, the quartet of uh, specialist armies. So then maybe we can finally get some proper thousand suns units. That are well, you know, the funny thing was I, was I was looking at the release dates for the Rubric Marines, and the first Rubric Marine was like, I want to say it was like, uh, was it late 80s or early 90s, something like that? And then it was, I think, mid-2000s that it got an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And then it was late to, late 2010s that it got the new Rubric Marines. So if you look at it, we're coming into 2023 now. Uh, we're probably closer to seeing a new Rubric Marine than we are from when the current Rubric Marines were released. Yeah. If you're just going on the cadence that they've had with those. So... You know, in the back of my mind, I kind of use that as like, a, okay, well, if we just if we just keep going year after year here and not getting these other models that the army really needs, then I'm kind of hopeful that eventually there's going to be that release where they revamp the rubric marines or they give them like upgraded kits with, you know, like a refresh where they get different weapons and things like that. And that's their way to, you know, expand the army into different roles and give them heavy weapons and stuff like that. But Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd just be happy with getting access to all the new toys that Chaos Space Marines got. That, well, I wouldn't be just happy with that. I mean, that's kind of where we should be to begin with. But I mean, Venom Crawlers should be in Thousand Suns. Like, I would gladly trade out the Mauler Fiend for a Venom Crawler in our in our repertoire. Um, psychic Dreadnoughts, the the robots the psychic robots like those things from 30k that they have need to be in the thousand suns prime codex and then Hmm. while you're at it throw the close combat rubric marines in there um that kind of stuff so those models are there there's like very low barrier to entry there just like update them and put them into them to the army's uh the army's collection and we're we're all happy so and give them rules. Give them rules. You know that we should have like dread psyker dreadnoughts running around. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, they, they mm-hmm. don't, I mean, that wouldn't be doing anything wrong. I mean, Magnus doesn't <laughs> do anything wrong. So I mean, obviously. Obviously. We're, we're the sons of Magnus, so That's obviously. Right. obviously. Some of that rubs off all the rest of us. Ha, 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 ha.